0: Peace and love, peace and love. Welcome back to the Universal Love Movement with your host, Dr. Carl S. Moore. Very excited to speak with you all today and within your Y-O-U, allowing me into your universe through listening and um, on our path towards being um, living and loving universal vibrations. That's the L-U-V, the Universal Love Movement. Today we're going to be um, moving beyond morals, discussing constructive and destructive so you know this topic is a a, an essential philosophical you know topic for me in my life as it relates to just understanding the impact that things have and our agency and an ability to make decisions and um I I will tell you about my life for a large portion of my life. I was, um, I guess I was going to say stifled or, you know, imprisoned or whatever by uh, certain standards of belief uh, concerning what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. And I've reshaped that or reframed it uh, beyond those systems that were, or some people call them indoctrinations, um, or the ways in which I was socialized, I had to kind of unpack it in order to really understand, okay, you know what, it's not a matter of like, good and bad served a certain purpose for me in life when I was like watching movies as a child. And I would see a criminal or, or an antagonist and protagonist. Then you grow up and you start to understand movies like, wait, this person actually is not the pro the antagonist they're actually the protagonist and it shifts and it flips depending upon whose vantage point right you want to 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 view whatever this is from so it reality became a lot different from that lens of looking at things not from a good or bad but from what i as i mentioned destructive versus constructive Uh, I had to I I thought long and hard over many years over what's really happening here some was someone who is a freedom fighter who um, commits uh, you know Things that are against the law in order to move commits crime towards freedom of liberating a bunch of individuals is What they did bad? you know, because it's against the law, or is it against the law, but yet it is a good thing. And, you know, this whole philosophy, and there are probably <laughs> philosophy classes on this um, very subject. You know, and then actually I had an ethics class, um, you know, probably books, et cetera, but on kind of like, it the, the situation was, um, if you have a loved one who is, you know, dying from an illness and you have the ability to uh, steal the medicine, is the medicine um stealing it would you do it or not and why and um is that a bad thing or a good thing and um you know the at least the model we were looking at things like kohlberg's model of morality or ethics or something like that your the reasoning was the most important thing so it became very subjective so if a person was doing it so that they could protect the other person um you know Great if they didn't do it so that they could protect some other people. Great, but if they did it because they don't couldn't stand how it would be to not have, or the people how people would look at them if it was like more self-centered versus, you know, doing it for others, and and you know having experienced that those conversations and just looking at life, there are certain things that um, morals that have been have made their way into how we view world and society, but they're really just social scripts uh, from everything to um, how we behave. Like, I'll give you an example. You know, I say the road to um, hell is paved on good intentions. And me, I consider myself a very, you know, positive person who means people well. And that doesn't mean that just because I mean people well it always comes out well <laughs> right on the other end you know it's kind of like symbolic interactionism. like what what they are receiving is not it could now some of the receiving could very well be according to their own mind and psyche or whatever but case the 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 case in point is that everything is really more so relative and when we are moving beyond morals, these, um, you know, lessons or ones that are kind of like what's like the the right or the prudent thing to do, um, and usually it's just more so, like I mentioned a moment ago, the behavior or beliefs of what is and what is not acceptable. And in our society, we are facing a, a time where it just seems like there is very interesting. Um, there's a lot of interesting things that are happening that I would never buy. An, an, a different model of looking at morals. I would say, you know what, you know, for a president to do this, that's not right. Or for this, for my, for me, even for myself, some things that I'm willing to do now that I wasn't before. I would have thought that weren't right. And you know when you're a child, right, and you grow up and you think, wow, that's not right for him to do that or for her to do that. Then you grow up and you're like, oh, I understand. You know, it becomes acceptable in your mind because you have a different um, vantage point. So I think that for me, the looking at things as right or wrong limit our abilities to love and they allow us greater judgment and I invite you all to think about things in a destructive or constructive fashion. So, for example, at home with my partner, I could very well be um, doing the right thing um, by, you know, paying the bills (laughs) or taking out the trash or whatever, right? I don't know. Those are very gendered and very... um, shame for me to come up with such a gendered kind of thing but um when when it comes to what I want to do I could very well say okay let me and I don't ever go out now especially we're in a pandemic but say hey I want to go out and people could say that's wrong you have a partner and children you're going out every night right so just to give you an example for myself um not true example but could be I don't know but it's not true right now (laughs) people can look at that as wrong that is wrong that you're going out from that vantage point from the lens of you know Carl's going out versus staying home and doing you know having children and a partner now let's say that I go to the doctors um, and I'm told that I need to um, reduce my stress And part of that is getting out of the house. Now, my my lifestyle is not stressful at home. Actually, you know, I have kids. They, you know, they are, they are no walk in the park, but they are, you know, not super sources, but let's say this is the case. And then is it wrong for me to go out, you know, um, knowing that, you know, I have a conversation with my doctor and they're like, Hey, well, yeah, you need to leave the house every night. Some people, a person looking next door could say, Hey, this person leaves every day or it's gone for hours it's wrong i actually thought this when my my father who left um and he didn't take care of his responsibilities which is me and you know my siblings or what have you but and we could people could say that he was wrong he for leaving and he could very well have been wrong but when we enter in destructive versus constructive this is where it becomes interesting um so and i have a example for for you all from the the diversity, equity, and inclusion, black lives matter, freedom, fighting, racial, social justice example in a moment. But this is just a social one. So when he went to, um, he left and he actually was diagnosed with a lot of illness from diabetes, cirrhosis of the liver, like a lot of things. And this is back in like the late 90s. This is or no early 90s and was able to live for until, you know, 60s or what have you or early 60s. So he prolonged his life by leaving and pretty much doing what was selfish in a sense to to him. So it became so deemed wrong in the eyes of everyone, even myself. It was constructive for his life, right? It was destructive for his family life. So certain things, when we start to look at things as constructive or destructive, it can serve different purposes all at the same time and then the old notion of something being right or wrong is different. So when we look at like black lives matter right now right or people uh, going out um, even things that our president does right let's start there. So there are certain things that he does that may be destructive to um, his relationship to people but constructive for the country I mean I'm objective enough to say that not being a supporter of his personality in terms of, you know, but I try to honor politics and leave it leave it at that and not judge. But when it comes to um you know where people are right now with uh, our racial justice movements in America that's become very political um and popularized and, you know, it's become where there is a constructive um Element of uplifting the voices of black folks and marginalized groups, or um, well, you know, we'll, we'll focus on Black Lives Matter. Let's go deeper into that. So, if I'm wearing a Black Lives Matter shirt, or if I'm of the variety of a person who uh, wants a white person to just uh, some people, this has actually happened, I've seen it, um, want people to apologize um, for their whiteness or what have you, right? So you have a movement that can be constructive to our overall society, right? Of helping us understand this, you know, marginalized population uh, historically and systematically, you know, um, oppressed in, in, in ways that are, you know, documented and, and historical. But then that's a constructive piece for our society. But as it relates to the personal relationships in society, in terms of one person to the other and the lack of space and time to really dialogue and understand, it can become destructive to personal relationships, Um, especially in those instances where a person um, is working towards the greater system, but hating or developing a disdain for another person. So at the universal love movement, I think that it's important to um, or we um, think that it's important to understand the destructive or constructive nature of one's actions. Like I know, even myself as a as a worker as a supervisor, there be certain times I thought that I was doing a really wonderful job by honoring like people that I would uh, that would report to me, and I would say, "Hey, you know what? You um are you have total autonomy. I can, you can do whatever you you would like. I just want to come in at certain times to help you with strategy and and collaborate with you, um, and although I thought I was doing the right thing, right, it had a destructive uh, impact on a relationship with the person, because within the structure that we were in uh, of the workplace, they we were like, no, you saying that actually is <laughs> destroying our, our, my um, belief in you, because I, it feels like you're Just saying these things because it's not true, you know, because you are the supervisor. There is a hierarchy. And it's the same when we try to promote like how some people feel when we promote like, hey, let's everyone's fine. It's all inclusion when they don't feel the same thing. So I know that with my life um, personally, I've started to think I have started to think about things more in a destructive versus constructive, like as it relates to my my life with relationship, my life partner relationship with, to my children are my actions constructive or destructive. And on what level there can be things that are constructive on a micro level while destructive on a macro level, just like the example of black lives matter or what have you. Um, there can be things that are more constructive to our longer benefit that are immediately destructive, um, to the, um, the immediate. So thinking about that and just removing some of that, um, that, moral kind of hierarchy or, or um, esteem or bias that we may have in thinking that some people are right and some people are wrong has allowed me to love people more and allowed me to just be more objective and think about, you know, the utility of whatever's happening <clears throat> Excuse me, during that time. So at the Universal Love Movement, we invite you to think about your actions and other people's actions and even communicate in those ways, um, sometimes in terms of what the impact is um, versus the, um, even if the intent is within, it's very morally astute, so that we can, you know, love ourselves and love other people. Because the, the biggest thing um, with this is in terms of loving ourselves and understanding that, you know, what we do may not always have the impact that we um have uh wanted even if it's something good but that we think is good in our mind but it's it's a lot it's a lot deeper it's a lot more nuanced than being a good or a bad person so nothing is good or bad things are neutral and the value we assign to it or the value that it has within that context becomes part of our understanding to allow us to love ourselves and all those around us this is the universal love movement with your host dr carl s moore